Thanks for joining us today for the Fit Forever podcast. Good day and welcome to WW Fit Forever. I'm your host, Aline. And I'm your other host, Erica. And today we have one of our most favorite WW Pasadena 830 members, for Margaret. Sure. She is an inspiration. She's a rock star. She has owned this program. We saw her through her process and she got to goal and she's at Lifetime. And we just love her. And we know that you guys can benefit a lot from hearing her story and about hearing about her journey. For sure. So, yes, Margaret. Okay, why don't we start off way back when. Tell us when um, weight first became an issue for you. Birth. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, birth. I felt like I was born a double-digit size. I don't ever remember being one of the little skinny, twiggy kids that could eat anything um, past a certain age, really. I think once I hit about 12, all of a sudden anything I ate, just planted itself in various locations on my body and never seemed to go away. So that was kind of how that all played out early on, really. All right. And then when did you first get um, started on WW? After I had my first son. So I was, let me think, 25, maybe 25 or so. um, A friend of mine, I was singing in a choir at the time, and a friend of mine was saying, hey, a group of us are going to try this Weight Watchers thing. What do you think? And it wasn't even on my radar. And I thought, well, yeah, why not? And and it it, my mom had been a Weight Watchers person for years and years, and I used to kind of give her a hard time about it. And, uh, you know, I saw a lot of tuna being eaten in our house because fish was (laughs) required back then, and my family weren't fish eaters, so they were eating tuna for days and I thought I don't ever see this being a part of my (laughs) journey but um so after my first son when he was about two I joined with friends because they recommended a group of us doing it and I knew from that point it was a great great way to go about getting healthier and losing some weight and trying to learn some things along the way yeah okay so and that was that have you been a member ever since then or were there times (laughs) where you no, I'm a retread. A retread, um, yeah. yeah, absolute retread. <clears throat> you know, I I um, got a little crazy with it. Um, became one of those fanatical exercisers, and just really lost perspective at that point in my life. It kind of got a little scary. Um, and then uh, my mom, who I loved dearly and was one of my closest friends, um, she was an oncology nurse, and then she had been diagnosed with breast cancer when I was pregnant with my son. And when the time came and she was in the last part of her disease, I helped take care of her. So I spent a lot of time with her and she was telling me how her second husband had this thing he would do at night where he would go in the kitchen at night and nosh. He would just get up in the middle of the night, go in the kitchen and nosh. And I thought, you can do that? You can get up out of bed and go eat? <laughs> well, that that has become the, the Achilles heel for me mm. and something I've battled now for a long, long time, necessitating getting back to a place where I could try to unlearn some behaviors that aren't serving me well. I can't tell you I've undone that habit. It's a lot of years now, Um, but I'm not going to stop trying. So that's the key right there. Not giving up and just trying different things until you figure out what's going to work to help you change your mindset. Huh? Yeah. Wow. And hearing others talk, you know, about what their struggles are finding out. You're not the only one. Of course. We're not in this solo. Yeah, right, and that's the benefit support. of the meetings because we, we get to exchange, like we get to actually, you know, express those things and be like, oh, we are not alone. 
Yeah. Um, so how much weight have you lost and when did you get to lifetime? Tell us your story as far as that's concerned. Well, and I, and I hope this won't provide a disappointing interview, but I have to tell you that I, yes, I lost about 85 pounds and I got to lifetime. I don't know. It's been over a year and a half ago or so. Um, but it has creeped back up and I've allowed that to happen. I've, in fact, I've even played with some things by my doctor during my journey had told me when I went for a physical and I was at a certain weight, which was about 15 pounds more than the goal Weight Watcher had set for me. He said, I think you're fine right here. And I thought, no, 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 I need to get to the Weight Watcher goal. So I eventually got there. It took some doing, it was quite a struggle. Um, and I think I stayed there for about five minutes Uh and, um, And then, you know, just a gradual settling in of the comfortable place for me. But then I've just found that I have stopped some of the better behaviors, the tracking, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and it's once, once I stop those behaviors, getting myself back in that habit is, is a daunting task. So So I'm, I just need to not give up on that. What were the behaviors that got you to goal? And what are the behaviors that you've now picked up that are bad that being active, Mm -hmm. um, being active was, was key for me. It's good for my head as well as my body. Mm -hmm. You know, it does a lot for my mental state. Um, and what did you do in terms of activity? I walk. I mean, that's something I can do anywhere. I'm not a gym person. I, my life is busy enough that I, I just don't see where I could carve out time for a gym. Yeah. And I really don't have a desire to. So I like being out in nature. I'm not one who wants to walk on a treadmill. I want to feel the wind on my skin. I want to smell the different things we get to experience with different seasons. I want to, I want to be out on a day like we're looking at today with clouds and sun and enjoy that mix and know that I'm lucky to be out doing it in a state that gives us the chance to do it almost year round. So the walking is, is a big part of it. Uh, the fruits and vegetables, trying to build in as much bulk with that as I can, because I'm a volume eater. Mm -hmm. And so if I can add vegetables to any of the recipes I do, and I like vegetables, fortunately, <clears throat> and I like fruit. I love summer because I love some of the summer fruits, and those are my desserts, mm-hmm. are fruits, because I don't have an off switch for sweets, so I just had to make that switch. Yeah. You know, uh, what I'm interested about hearing about, first of all, disappointing interview, a uh, no. No. Um, <laughs> I think that on the journey that we're on, gaining weight is is part of the journey. It's part I mean, of the process. it's part of the process, right? So creeping back up a little bit, I think that's part of it. And you, you catch yourself and you start working, you know, on different things again. And, you know, right. it's just part of the process. But, um, Margaret, I have heard you talk about several times some hard lines that you've put in place. I think that, you know, a beautiful thing about Weight Watchers is that you can have mm-hmm. anything. Yep. But sometimes, depending on your personality and your, your stage of life or whatever, you might need to put in some um, restrictions for yourself based on your weight loss, what you feel like, you know, makes you crave and things like that. But I've heard you talk about hard lines. So tell us about like, how has that played out? Well, I can tell you that it was interesting when I, when I came back and resumed my journey with Weight Watchers for this particular um, incarnation, I had a thought and and basically the thought was Margaret you have no off switch for anything sweet Mm -hmm. you just don't once you start it's more and it's more 
embarrassingly more and and it it will derail any efforts I put into trying to get healthier so that was it, it was a decision made in a moment mm-hmm. which I never would have guessed that and and I have to tell you last weekend was Valentine's weekend my son made strawberry covered uh, I'm sorry chocolate covered strawberries for his girlfriend and he offered me one and I thought it's a strawberry and I had it and it set me off for the weekend mm. so it just drove home the point that that is an area that I need to just release mm-hmm. and and as I said I've found that I've turned to other things like fruits summer fruits are my favorites but when it's not summer I love the pineapple and the mm-hmm. the cuties and the mangoes and all these things that we can get shipped us all the time. So the sugar is a hard and fast thing for me. Okay. And it's going to have to stay that way if I want to live a healthy life. Does fruit affect you in the same way, though? No. Or do you tend to overeat that? Um, I don't look at it. As, I mean, I'll eat a nice big fruit salad. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't know that it would serve 10. But, I mean, it's, it's, it's a good-sized fruit salad with yogurt and um, a little crunch with some grape nuts. Very and nice. it satisfies Protein. me. Yeah. 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 It satisfies me. So no, I, I gratefully, because then what would be left? What would be left? I know. I know. That's, that's my, that's my issue with like diets, like keto and things like that. When I'm right. like, if they tell me not to eat fruit, something wrong. Mm-hmm. I well, and I've fruit. done those, you know, I mean, how are they sustainable for me? They weren't right. This is, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you can live this life and have a social life and friendships and, mm-hmm. and enjoy special occasions and all of those things. But for me, the sweet part and taking it off the table made my life so much easier to enjoy my life. Yeah, because yeah. it's a no-brainer. And we had right. just talked about that in the last couple of our episodes where yeah. we, when we gave up sugar, it's just <clears throat> easy to just yeah. be like, well, not having it right now. So it's not, it's yeah. not a option. I, I feel like for myself, when I have to make those decisions constantly, it just like torments me. Like yes. I'm tormented by yes. it. It's a mental thing. It's a mental thing. I'm constantly thinking well maybe I can eat this and work this in and then not have that later but then it kind of as you yeah. said kind of sets me off and then I know you know and you're reaching for the next thing and yeah the next thing. soon it just kind of takes over your brain it's, it's very like tough it is it is like it a drug. is it is, a drug. It is. It apparently lights up the same parts of your brain that like cocaine or heroin sure oh my god nice right right yeah. you know so addictive and we have seasons where sweets are the thing like Valentine's Day uh-huh. or Easter, Easter or yeah. Halloween, Halloween, yeah, you know, or the home bake things in the holidays. So, just telling myself, you know what, for others, great, mm-hmm. and I can make those things. Yeah. I still will create, okay. you know, family traditional things. But I just may choose. Well, I do choose to not partake in the in the sweet, sweet stuff. Yeah. So. So. So you eventually reached your 85 pound weight loss goal, and that was what that was the goal that Weight Watchers had set for you, or WW. Well, the the goal weight they the goal weight. they had set that weight for me. And how long did it take you to get there? Like a year and a half. Okay. I'm sorry, my phone's going off. Um, go ahead. I'm and looking so for it. You, you it took you a year and a half to get there, and then you were at maintenance for some time. Yes. Okay. Yes. And then. Well, you know, because you've got to do that, what is it, six weeks or so of mm-hmm. maintenance mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. you become a lifetime member. So I was able to maintain that weight for longer than five minutes. You know, I had to do sure. it for six weeks. Um, but it was. How did you feel there around that time? It was hard. It was? Okay. For me, for me, it was hard. I don't know if I have a different set point 
and I did eventually get the doctor to write a letter saying that my goal weight could be at a different number. Mm -hmm. But I think mentally that played with my mind as well. It's like, I, you know, now I've given myself permission to not put in some work, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. So this is work. It and, is work. And I have to be willing to accept that it's work and it's also a process and it's going to fluctuate. And I have to accept myself in those periods of fluctuation. And I appreciate that authenticity because so often we think that, oh, let me just get to goal and then I'll, I'll, I'll deal with it. I can maintain it. Mm. But no, that's mm -hmm. the hard part, right? That totally is the hard part. And I think that that's one of the, you know, best shifts that Weight Watchers has made is really focusing on mindset because that's what keeps us going forever. Yes. I mean, we have to constantly refocus and work on our mindset. It just is too easy to slip back into those old habits. And, you know, um, that's how we're going to maintain our weight loss. That's yes. the only way. Yes. So. And the important things like we touched on this morning, you know, the non-scale victories. What if the scale wasn't working today? Right. How would I, how would how would I assess my week? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. So, what, so what's changed now? Like in terms of, I mean, you said that there's more stress. So are you eating less fruit? Are you walking less? You um, I, you know, there's, um, I had, I had been taking the Metro, so there were built in opportunities for me to walk, but there, those were like just stretches of walking instead of a consistent daily walk meant for exercise, which is really what helped my brain. These stretches weren't doing the same thing. So I'm getting up early again, building in that morning time, which just really kicks my day off in a much mm -hmm. better way. Yeah. Um, and um, you know, I was, I was letting foods come back in that are also a little triggery for me, mm -hmm. you know, chili cheese Fritos, come on, you know, yeah. Yeah. and you know, those, anything that's a big bag of something that's not yep. portioned out, those are, those are not welcome in my home when I'm doing this the way I know I should be So doing. smart. So well, smart. you know, yeah. I have a kid at home, but his stuff is his stuff. And yeah. I, I tell him, keep that stuff in your room because it calls my mm -hmm. name at night. Well, I found the same for my kids. Like um, my son, Yosef, he loves popcorn. And for a, we have an air popper. So for a while, he was popping his own air pop popcorn, which I thought that was great. Except we were melting butter and oh, such yeah. like that. And then it would end up being a big bowl because, you know, those little kernels. And then it turns into this huge bowl. So I started buying him the 100 calorie packages of popcorn because he loves popcorn. Perfect. You know, you can just, you can, you can sure. pop this small thing up, but portion control is so important for mm -hmm. all of us. I, I like that for even the kids, just pay a little bit more and get the, you know, snack size bags or whatever. Yeah. 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 So, and the portion, the portion control is still with zero point food, something I have to be cognizant of. Mm -hmm. Do you, do you physically feel any different? Um, Gaining a little bit oh, back. Oh heck yeah! Really? Oh Tell yeah. Us how. You know the, the there's well there's the the internal feelingscape of oh I'm 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 doomed to get right back to where I started and I've I've had to spend a lot of time uh, utilizing my faith to realize this is not a given this is a process and I can forgive myself for whatever in the past led me to be an unhealthier version of myself. And trust that I'm okay in the herd of our meeting, mm -hmm. hearing good things and getting back in, into a scheme of behavior that works best yeah. and that will bring me a better feeling. That And the sluggishness, the physical sluggishness mm -hmm. is not enjoyable for me. And, you know, the clothes. You know, I wear scrubs for work. 
and I am not going to buy a whole new set of scrubs. Of course, yeah. So it's, you know, the feeling like I'm filling them out. <laughs> scrubs Uh-oh. are a little too forgiving. So <laughs> they can be. Yeah, they, they, can be. they can be. So, you know, I'm, I'm also aware of it daily in what I do. So awareness of those things is helpful, if not fun. Because we still see you come in, come come in and weigh in in your athletic gear, and you still look very svelte and skinny. Oh, you look very sweet. Oh definitely. no, you do definitely. Like yeah. I see you, and I'm like, oh, there's Margaret, my skinny friend. I oh, mean, you're very kind. It's uh, you know, that this stuff is pretty forgiving, and it reminds when I wear this kind of stuff, it reminds me that I need to build in the activity. So I haven't walked ready. yet today, but I'm ready. You're ready. Exactly. So after I do what I need to do this morning, and if we don't get a bunch of rain, then I'm going to hit it because go. it's, it's going to give me the boost I need and, you know, rack up my steps. So do you want to get back down to 85 pounds lost or are you? You know, it, I think I would probably manage all right if I were just maybe five pounds above what they had set for me. Okay. I think that was the number I had in my head. Mm-hmm. They had one that was five pounds lower than that for okay. me. And I, I don't want a lot of wiggle room. I just want to be able to live and be mindful and, and maintain it if I'm doing due diligence. And, and what are the steps that like, you think you need to take in order to get back to that way? I need to, I need to not maybe honor the cravings when they come. You know, if I'm in the market and chili cheese Fritos sounds good, I think I need to remember, how am I going to feel after yeah. those are gone, yeah, I'll want another bag. There, I mean, you know, if I still have whatever I was <clears> eating <throat> those chili cheese Fritos with left, well, then they need more chili cheese Fritos, and mm-hmm. I need to get get myself kind of released from that. So every morning when I sit and write my letters to God, I'm saying, "All right, you and me, give me a hand here." Wow. On my own, I can't do it. Tell us about a regular food day in the life of Margaret. Maybe one that doesn't involve the chili cheese. Ah. So, um, I usually make crock pot things cause it's easy. So I, I'm not a big breakfast food person. Mm-hmm. So there's, um, there's a recipe, uh, Weight Watchers recipe or WW recipe for a lentil soup. That's really good. Oh. So I'll have lentil soup for breakfast. Oh, wow. And then I usually <laughs> that's will. That's different. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, and easy to heat up every morning, you know, while I'm in the shower and it'll be cooled off enough to eat. And I usually make some salsa chicken in the crock pot and shred it and I'll cook up maybe some spaghetti squash or acorn squash and then steam a different vegetable and I'll have a combination of those for lunch every day okay and then dinner um I'm out most evenings so it it might be something like what I had for lunch or maybe I'll make some chili that'll also be just in the fridge ready to heat up and then I do allow, you know, the little fruit salad at night as my little with your grape nuts yeah. with my grape nuts and my greek yogurt so that's your, you're a big make-ahead person, huh? I am absolutely a big make-ahead person. Ah. So you pack your lunch for work? Every day. But you eat out at night, you said? Well, no, I don't eat out oh. at night. I'm just not home at dinner time. Uh-huh. Ah. So by the time I get home, I'm not sure I want a big thing. So some nights it's just the fruit salad with the yogurt and the grape nuts. Yeah. So that can, that can be enough or maybe not. Are you a snacker? Because we're no. snackers. We are, we punctuate our days Ooh, with yes. snacks. Snacks. I have snacks. finished this task. It's time to reach uh, for my Fiber One uh, bar or but whatever. so smart, really, because I think in some ways that just keeps you leveled out. Um, it's not something that is, is um, 
practical for what I'm doing Monday through Friday. I I don't have a built-in time to grab anything. I see. Maybe your work just doesn't allow it. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, the schedule just isn't okay. conducive to it. Um, but on the weekends, it, it can be a different story. Mm-hmm. But I just have to wait and see. So between lunch and dinner, do you, you don't get like this, oh, I need to go grab a frappuccino. or I, I used need... to do the Diet Coke thing. You ah. know, I just filled up with fizzy. Yeah. And now I've given, I've just decided that's just counterproductive. So... I do fizzy water. Me I have a, a, what do you call those Soda stream. Soda, Soda stream, yes. So I can make my own. That's Me great. too. I drink a lot of mineral water now. And yeah. I, and there was a time it's I was filling. having like a Diet Coke or a Diet Dr. Pepper, one per day, uh-huh. which was up from my regular like one or two per week. Uh-huh. And oh, I felt sweetie. like I needed to nip that. Yeah, I <laughs> That's needed. That's still okay. I, I know, was like I was replacing com- water with it. Oh no, so. I was comfortable yeah. with the one or two a week because I just Good thought, okay, it's moderate. Yeah. But then I got into this daily yeah. afternoon yeah. habit. And yeah. now it's now it's bubbly. Now it's Perrier and yeah, you know, something like that. Trader yeah. Joe's sparkling water takes up space and feels a little right, heavy. like you're having Decadent. something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Margaret, let's circle back around to something we might have asked usually at the beginning, but I think it's a good thing to end on too because this so frequently changes. Is your why? So what is your current why? What's motivating you to try to get back to, you know, the the light weight that you wanted to be at? Okay. What's motivating you to, to keep with your healthy lifestyle? You know, I lost my mom when she was 48. I was only 29. And I want to be here. Mm. And I, I outlived my mom's age, mm-hmm. um, which was a big thing. But I want to be here to see what happens with my my kids. Yeah. And um, the best way for me to do that is to take really good care mm. and, you know, do all the maintenance yeah. and get all the checkups and daily. You know, we, we can live without a lot of things. We can't live without food. So this is a thing that so true. has to be has to be mm-hmm. addressed it's and true. figured out. We're never going to find a substitute for it. No. It's not like, oh, take pop a pill. No. Don't eat all day. Got to do it. So... And Margaret's the one that made my, my lion famous. Yeah, let's hear <laughs> it. Let, let's hear it, Margaret. So let me make, I don't want to misquote you. So if this is forever, what's the rush? Exactly. <laughs> Thank thanks you, for, Margaret. Yes, and thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me.